Aggressively unfunny. <laughs> awesome. I love that one. So good. That's our new one of our new theme songs contributed by our friends Ray and Isaac. Hey, thanks, guys. Really appreciate that. Welcome to Aggressively Unfunny. Uh, my name is Harris Gale. My name is uh, Kerry Bilkowski. How you doing, Kerry? Uh, criminally underprepared. Oh. Uh, a little under the weather. Okay. I'm uh, sorry to hear that. Oh, that's okay. You know, it's with the uh, changing of the seasons comes a little bit of that, uh, the hoarseness and the uh, yeah. <laughs> crazy fevers. <laughs> <laughs> I've managed to avoid it somehow. I've been like... Taking a lot of cold FX and a lot of like cold remedy stuff, which actually Karen told me that, you know, like the uh, nighttime stuff, it doesn't, it just get, takes away the symptoms. It doesn't get rid of the cold. I'm just learning this now. I've been throwing those things back. <laughs> You've just been like yeah. pounding NyQuil into your system. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, oh, this cold will be gone any second yeah. now. But I'm out, take more. out like a light every night. So that's nice. Oh, that's, uh, that's handy. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Um, so we're going to uh, open the show with another running bit. Uh, let's, let's, let's get to know us a little bit. All right. All right. So uh, this week in, in getting to know us, <laughs> <laughs> pet peeves. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, you probably should have prepared me for this. I should have. You're right. All right. So uh, what, what, is, what would you classify as one of your biggest pet peeves? It's kind of lame, but turn signals, man. Mm. They exist. They exist on like right next to your steering wheel. Mm-hmm. You you don't even have to really put any effort in. You just flick your wrist. Yeah, indicate you know when you're when you're merging lanes, when you're turning your vehicle. You know if you want to abruptly turn right when you're in the far left lane. Yeah, yeah. Just just let me know, man. That's yeah. all. Uh, yeah. So I guess my pet peeve would just be uh, yeah, turn signals. I've got this thing. For me, it's wanton misuse of words or or just disrespect for the English language. <laughs> it drives me insane. And especially because I'm in sales sometimes and uh, it takes every fiber of my body not to correct someone when they say, I seen this. I seen this. Oh my God, man. I can't. Well, for all intensive purposes, that's a pretty normal thing to say, right? What? You're supposed to pick up on the fact that I said intensive purposes oh my God. and not intensive I'm purposes. S- Listen, man, I'm the guy who's supposed to be see, shit but I make I, see, I, yeah, I turn that into a bit though. I usually go on the I, for that one. I say for all intents and purposes, just to see if anyone catches it. And some people do. So yeah, it's yeah, fun, pretty fun I, sometimes. I would call you on that for yeah, sure. Yeah, but but yeah, people who have just complete wanton disrespect for the English language. It's insane. You did that jokingly. I mean, like someone who actually will say, I seen this or, uh, you know, there, uh, there was on game of Thrones. There was that running bit where someone says, uh, less, and less, fewer, fewer. fewer. Yeah. yeah. And I catch myself doing that now. And someone's uh, just under my breath. I'm like, fewer, <laughs> fewer, uh, you know, it might be, uh, sort of letting, letting the listeners in on the, the making of the sausage a little bit too much, but, uh, mm. you and I sometimes work together in a retail mm-hmm. establishment. Yeah. Our boss and friend Aaron. Yep. He's the uh, son of an English teacher. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I will catch him, you know, uh, Hey, can me and Harris go for lunch? 
Ken Harris and I. But he gets it wrong sometimes. Sometimes he does. He does. So he son does. of an English teacher, <laughs> not an English teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that, that's one where if you don't, if you can't replace. Ugh, got it. No, All right, let, let's hear it. Uh, if you can't say, if you can't take the person out of the sentence, and st- if, like you, you wouldn't say me go to the store. You'd say I go to the store. So if you're going to say, can Carrie and I go to the store? You wouldn't say, can can me and Carrie go to the store? So there are certain situations. Ugh, now I'm getting. All kinda, right, Mavis Beacon. <laughs> Why don't you back it up a couple steps? That's uh, typing. Never yeah. Mind. All right. Yeah, it, okay. Yes. All right. Over your head. Anyway. Um, so this week, <laughs> a few things to talk about. Okay. Um, I saw Thor Ragnarok on Ooh. Saturday. It was great. Was it? It was really good. Okay. Was, now, now, you also saw Superman, uh, Man of Steel, and you told me that it was great. Was it called Man of Steel? Is that the It was just Man of Steel. Man there of Steel. No oh, colon. oh yeah. yeah. God forbid we confuse him with another <laughs> Man of Steel. Uh, you, you enjoyed that movie on okay. the outside At the as time, well. I enjoyed it only because <laughs> it was better than what had come before it. Superman 4 was terrible. Superman Returns was not great. So this was okay. at least like something of a return to form for the character. And I didn't hate Henry Cavill's iteration of the character or interpretation rather of the character. I, I, objectively, it's a bad movie. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't now look back on that and say, yeah, no, cinematic masterpiece. Right. Totally. I got that one right. Right. And, and But like Michael Shannon or mm-hmm. Michael Shannon, right? Uh, from Boardwalk Empire. Is that his name? Sure. I, I mean, you're... Yeah. Zod. Zod. S- like, that actor is so good. And when I heard he was cast as Zod, I was into it. I thought that that was such a cool... I was excited to see how intense he could be. And when he when it happened on the screen, I was like, yeah, he's pretty intense. Pretty good. But, and then he got punched through a building. Yeah, like 10 Superman buildings. Back oh, through my God. Building. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. It was, yeah, it was pretty rough. Okay, so, so Thor. So Thor. Thor was really good. I'm I'm an avid Marvel movie person. No. Yes. You like like Marvel movies. Yes. The superheroes. Superheroes in general as a blanket term not always. Okay. Uh they're getting better. I think studios understand that audiences are getting smarter or they at least want more out of the superheroes than just like smash bang stuff. That's why super uh Batman vs Superman and and Man of Steel were so bad because at a certain point it's just like yeah, punch through a building and then just wanton destruction and no accountability for that. Whereas in Marvel, they kind of they've tried to raise the bar a little bit by addressing accountability. Like Civil War was all about sure. you know superheroes being held responsible for their actions, and that caused this huge clash between Iron Man and Captain America. Spoiler alert for people who haven't seen the movie. <laughs> but, Spoiler uh, alert: Thor dies at the uh, end. Yeah, but then he Turns comes back. Out Captain America was dead the whole time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Hey, um, dead people. But so, so my girlfriend, my lovely girlfriend Karen, does not like Thor. She's uh, he, he's her f- uh, least favorite of all the Marvel people. Um, just because oh, is it is it because of the hammer? It's it's she she just thinks he's um, really kind of cheesy. The way he speaks is very Shakespearean. He kind of has this it's from way- Asgard. I know. Well, th- th- I, That's it's an easy Asgardian for you to say that. Accent. I know. It's actually funny when I think about it. You don't want to think about Marvel movies too much because they're all, uh, you know, basically carbon-based life forms that have arms and legs and heads and brains and they're like way out in the farthest reaches of the galaxy but they all speak with like British accents sometimes. Yeah, they're and usually just generic gen- British. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, you know, non-regional American dialect yeah. of some sort. Yeah, I, th- I think they can only go so weird with it. Like the comments, they go way, way weirder where they have like just the weirdest non, like not a being with arms and legs and a, and a heart and, and stuff like that. But anyway, so for the, so Karen doesn't like Thor because 
uh, he's just kind of cheesy, and he just I think he's just kind of overpowered. It's, and she he's so he's so muscly. She doesn't like muscly. Meanwhile, like every other you don't female say person, your, your I know. girlfriend, <laughs> <laughs> your life partner, oh my God. not into She's muscles. Not into muscles. Yeah, wow. surprisingly, I know because like to look at me, you'd think like, wow, she's really <laughs> she, into like she's, she's into the, she's got the a beach type. Box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, she just thinks he's too big. So, yeah. but, so, but she loved it. She loved it despite, despite him being too him big. Despite him being too big and and being kind of cheesy because it was really funny. I, like the first two, the first movie was directed by Kenneth Branagh. Uh, you know, like very high regarded Shakespearean, known for doing more, yeah, yeah, uh, Kenneth yeah, high, Branagh, yeah, high, yeah, yeah, that one, yeah, yes, um, the, the same, yeah. And then the second movie was directed by I can't remember his name. He directed a few episodes of Game of Thrones. Uh, Alan Taylor, oh my god, that was off the dome. Deep, yeah, grab, yeah. <laughs> uh, not so great. I think the Natalie Portman thing. That's where it started to kind of drop off because. I was saying this to Karen. Karen hadn't seen any of those movies, so it was like, where's Natalie Portman? I was like, ah, at a certain point, she was just the, a, a plot device to ground him to Earth. Right. But then once he grounded himself sufficiently, yeah. it was like... Well, now what's he got yeah, going for him? Yeah, exactly. And now he's just, just a big British dude with, yeah. a, with a hammer. Yeah, and you get to that kind of problem, that same thing that Superman has where... Lois Lane is the only thing grounding him to Earth, so the only thing you can really do to threaten him is to threaten Lois Lane. And well, it's just the same thing over and over. And I, I think Superman, I mean, the, the problem's always going to be, you know, for to face a tangible threat for Superman, they've got kryptonite. Right. And it's, oh, I've got a kryptonite glove, then I'm going to punch you with it. Yeah. I've and got they, a yeah. kryptonite car, and I'm going to run you over <laughs> with it. Like, that's why why did they much... make those? That was, that was a rough year for GM, <laughs> i got to say. The kryptonite car, I don't know why. They invested so many resources into yeah. that. I mean, really, all it takes is any guy to load up a gun with kryptonite bullets, yeah. and you've got a sort of Superman enemy. Yeah. And they did that in Superman Returns and also yeah. uh, Every Batman single Every, Superman yeah. property. If it's, if it's because not, otherwise, you can't do anything. Right. Well, if it's not kryptonite, it's it's threatening Lois Lane or threatening yeah. uh, 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 his mom. Uh, Martha. Yeah. M- Martha. Martha. <laughs> Martha. <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen Batman vs. Superman, it's like that. That's the turning. A you know what? Don't. If you, have. Yeah, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, stay that way. Don't see it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so Thor, the third uh, Thor Ragnarok directed by uh, Taika Waititi. Uh, Taika Waititi. That sounds right. Uh, New Zealander directed What We Do in the Shadows. Sure. Such a great movie. I really, really enjoyed that one. I, it is so good. And he brings that comedy and and lightness to Thor in such a great way. That was one thing about Thor that I always kind of kept it grounded was that it was just this weird, crazy concept, but it's super funny. And that kind of ran through the series, but this one, they dialed it to like 11. So funny. You're so good. Harris, you're, you're selling oh. me on this right now. I can I can see you're emanating a, an aura <laughs> off of you right well, now. You're a pretty recent Marvel uh, convert, <laughs> sort of, right? I mean, I mean, only in the past couple of years. I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. I, I've seen most of the sort of Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed uh, one in five or so. I, I, you think, know, I, I think they get better as I they like go. I like the original Avengers. Sure. Did not care for the second Avengers. Yeah. Didn't care for the third Avengers. Was there a third Avengers? No. Am I thinking of Fantastic Four? Because that was also well, a Well, you crap. could argue that Civil War was yeah, kind of Yeah, like Civil a, War. That's not like an it? Avenger. No. Man, it was so good. Okay. Well, I'm No. You know what? I'm going to no, Don't walk away from okay, this. All right. <laughs> this, it was so good. It was, I, I, the only argument I can counter you with is, yeah. no, it wasn't. Well, you could try to con- – give you know me what? your Let, reasoning. I'll tell you what. Okay. To be fair, 
Let <laughs> let me rewatch that movie. Yeah. And, and I will come to you with a laundry list of problems. Oof. You heard it here first, yeah. listeners. <laughs> uh, coming weeks of the podcast, I'm gonna I'm gonna really take uh, yeah. Civil War down a notch. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, now that we've sucked the air out of yeah, the really. that one. Um, I had a revelation uh, last week that when I'm at gatherings mm-hmm. where there's food that is complimentary food, like big, like a good spread, yeah, I will continue to eat because I know that later, like hours later, maybe the next day, I will retroactively be kicking myself for not having eaten food. I'll be angry at my, I'm thinking about the future me being pissed off at current me for not eating the good food while it's in front of me. Uh, So, so we're at a party right now. You're you're next to shrimp ring. Are you a shrimp guy? I like shrimp ring. Okay. So you're eating the shrimp ring, dunking it in cocktail sauce. You eat eat the first couple and you wander off into another. Thank you for, uh, for (laughs) hopefully you don't have to uh, pump in the sound effects of uh, someone eating shrimp ring. (laughs) Or you can let that pig out of the the, the podcast studio too. I don't know why you let it in the first place. Yeah. So smash cut to three hours later, you're hungry. You say, oh, I only ate two shrimp. What why, was I thinking? Why didn't I eat more shrimp? I could be full of shrimp right now. Or like <laughs> cookies. I want a cookie right now. Three hours ago, I had access to many cookies. Like all the free cookies all you All of the cookies eat. that I could ever want. Mm-hmm. But I ate too many. And now, <laughs> and now I'm full. And now, But now, now that I've digested it, I want more cookies. And I can't go back there. Are you familiar with squirrels? <laughs> Like, is, like is, the animal is, like squirrels? Like the animal is, yeah. I was like, is this a new app that you can just have cookies? <laughs> yeah, squirrels. Yeah. Uh, they run out. There's yeah. a Z at the end. There's uh, yeah. one R. Yeah, they no take vowels. <laughs> exactly. You just download the app and you send squirrels out to get you food. Yeah, and they <laughs> store it in the little pocket of their cheek. And, <laughs> and uh, then what? When the time comes and you want some cookie, they'll send 15 squirrels to your house and they'll deposit it onto a little, little napkin yeah. for you and you can eat some cookie. I would. Oh, my God. That would be a game changer. <laughs> I, I will let you know I am accepting sort of uh, first round uh, startup investments for this squirrels. company for squirrels. Okay. Um, uh, copyright me, please don't, please don't start this company without me. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, I think that might be the the wave of the future. Or you could just you know store the food in your cheek and and hold on to it for later, <laughs> like a squirrel, like an actual squirrel. Uh huh. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, that's why, and I'm. Uh, I folk fest. I sometimes do this with sunflower seeds, where I'll store. I think you're I may be turning into an actual squirrel. I think you're stepping on my intellectual property Sorry. by doing that. So I'd, I'd like to ask you to uh, to refrain, cease and desist, until uh, till I've got the proper uh, copyright. I mean, uh, if there's ever in place. if there's ever a place to do it, it's folk fest for sure. To act to like an animal, like a, yeah, in more ways than one. But yeah, but more specifically, a squirrel. You just store the sunflowers in in your pocket in your mouth your, your mouth pocket uh-huh. your cheek and uh <laughs> i can't think of another one <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, just speaking about like animals at at the winnipeg folk festival i'd like to recount uh, uh something i saw i think it was this last year actually uh sitting around the campfire you know eating some dinner sort of just relaxing after having seen uh, some music mm-hmm. along comes a person in a shark costume Hmm. And they're, you know, sharks sort of like a onesie uh, laid in with glow sticks all over them. 
And, and they sort of come up to the fire, and we're all expecting them to sort of introduce themselves, say a little bit. But all that we get is, this is obviously the sound the person has decided a shark makes. And I'd like to hear you do better. I mean, science really isn't in yet on what sound shark makes. Yeah, so... The shark is shark. Wee, wee, wee. we go oh that's 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 out of sight man what are you doing there and then the shark sort of turns tail and walks off and heads to the next campfire and you hear off in the distance <laughs> smash cut to like five hours later everyone's gotten a little silly you know imbibed whatever uh, things they've imbibed responsible uh, yeah. you know sun's starting to peek up over the horizon yeah <laughs> you know i'm sitting around the campfire just contemplating heading uh, back to my tent and i hear just off in the distance <laughs> <laughs> Which is clearly the shark at the end of a long night. <laughs> yeah. He's been harpooned around. a few times already. Yeah, He's just like, yeah. <laughs> and like the glow sticks are hanging <laughs> off now. There's a big tear in the shark costume. Blood in the water. There's no water. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> That's par for the course yeah. for folk fest, yeah. though. I we think. got a bigger boat. and uh, Yeah, yeah. Nice, <laughs> nice. Jaws. You know Jaws. I know Jaws. Yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> I also, that reminds me of that guy who was camping by us, who was like very uh, kind of weirdly dinosaur like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> panda. Panda. Uh. Yeah. Our, one of our, one of our eagle eared listeners knows exactly what we're talking about. Uh, yeah. He would, he, what was his deal? I, I mean, I'm not sure how I could describe it <laughs> other than to say he ran everywhere. Like you would picture a raptor. Running. Yeah. And he, like, he wouldn't walk somewhere. He would run where he was going. At like a, like. Just stationary into a full sprint. Full sprint. There's no ramp up, no <laughs> ramp down. It was just somehow as if he had just, oh, he was already mid-run, went, like just starting. He was like yeah. zero to 50. All right. I, I, I got to go uh, find a blanket to, to sleep with him. Like, shoo, <laughs> yeah, gone. gone. Yeah. God, Panda. You out there, Panda? Give us a, uh, a shout on our, uh, our, our Twitter account here. Panda, if you're listening, Panda. <laughs> please reach out to us. <laughs> I, you know, I will, we'll, we'll do the whole hour with him, I think. Yeah. Uh, here's something. Yeah. You, you, okay. Let's, let's just cut to a scene here. Sure. There's a criminal being interviewed in, in a room, uh, by a detective. They're mm-hmm. saying, Hey, you know, we know, you know where the money is, blah, blah, blah. I'm not telling you Sta- anything. Um, there's, there's apparently a mirror on the wall. And then behind that mirror, there's obviously some more detectives. Yeah. Someone's got a clipboard. They're writing down everything they say. Yeah. What do you call that? Uh, the scene? No, no, the the mirror. Oh, uh, t- uh, yeah. Now I'm gonna get this wrong. Yeah, you it's are. called two. Uh, I want to call it two way glass, but I think yeah. it's, it's one way mirror. No, right? so so people call this yeah two way glass or a two way mirror. Mm-hmm. People are wrong. Mm-hmm. This is a one way mirror. A two way mirror has a mirror on this side. And then a mirror on the other side. Yeah, the detectives, the detectives just looking are just at themselves. checking themselves yeah. out. They're making notes. Yeah, I should uh, pluck my eyebrows. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Two-way mirror, not a two-way and then, mirror. And two-way then mirror is a one-way mirror. And then eventually so. they knock on the glass to let the detectives yeah. know. They're just like, what was that? <laughs> I just knocking on the glass. I just want to see if it was, yeah, still a mirror. All right, yeah. flip the lights on. Lights flip on, yeah. nothing changes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, that, I thought you wanted to do a scene. I, we could do a scene. We can do I, I had a fun yeah, time. Yeah, let's cut to a scene. Sure. All right, Garcetti, where's the money? I'm not tell- I ain't telling you nothing. Wait, wait. Excuse me, your grammar's you- a little off there. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm really nervous because you're getting in my grill and there's that weird mirror over there that that just, I saw some someone knock on it for no reason. I, I, you shouldn't see anything. It's, I, a, it's a two-way mirror. Right, right, right. right. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah. There's just mirror on yep, the other side. Just mirror. Yeah. Huh. 
Why would you put that there? Uh, it's bizarre. Huh. Yeah. All right. Well, and I'm... scene. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to get better at this. Okay. This, this, <laughs> this improv thing. No, it's man. Baby steps. We, I think we're uh, we're excelling right mm. now. People are people are gonna you know take the master class that is us. Uh, so I stepped in cat puke. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, so, so glad we're at the last two minutes oh, here. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, I'll, I'll make it a quick one. Yeah. My little adorable mojo, sweet yeah. little uh, sweetheart that so he is. Cute. Yeah, so cute. Yeah. So uh, the other day I woke up, uh, alarm went off. Okay, time to go to work. Get up, foot into cat puke. Not only did he puke all over my wonderful rug, he puked on my backpack too. It's Aww. not one of these like $30 backpacks. This is a really fancy photography backpack. They charge extra because you keep a camera in it. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I washed the cat puke off. Uh, mm. If you know anyone who wants an almost new backpack, I'm uh, selling it at a discount. <laughs> well, you're kind of telegraphing it. Any li- <laughs> anyone who's listening to the show now knows like, yeah, only mildly puked on by cats. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. no puke on it currently. Sure. Yeah. It's got to be worth something. It's <laughs> real gross. They, you could have puked anywhere. I've, I've definitely, I've had cats before, and it's like you're, you're on the bed, and then you start to hear them do it, and you're like, no, don't do. You can do that anywhere. <laughs> Literally in a whole house, you have to do it on my bed. What is it with healthy cats and puking? Like healthy humans don't just puke as a part of their regular like digestion <laughs> process. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I can wake up in the morning. <laughs> oh, oh man, good solid barf to yeah, get the day going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who needs a shower and a coffee? Yeah, you know, you know when you have like bad dreams and you wake up and you throw up blackness and then just start your day. <sighs> <laughs> you know, yeah, the normal day-to-day stuff. I, I'm totally familiar with this. Uh, I'm going to bring in an exorcist. <laughs> we got to go to a quick commercial break, guys. We'll be back in a sec. Welcome back to Aggressively Unfunny. Uh, we're joined in the studio now by a uh, uh, nice guy. Will Reimer. Will yeah, nice, Reimer. To, nice to be here. Hi, Will Reimer. How you doing? I'm great. Hello. Thanks for having me. Uh, comedian, sort of. Sort of. Aspiring. Aspiring comedian. As of this week, I guess I'm now a comedian or Uh, having done comedy. Yeah, you performed this week at uh, Cree Comedy Nights. Mm -hmm, At Rumors. It was a lot of fun. I mean, you guys saw me or you did. did. How was it? Yeah, I... Thoroughly I mean, enjoyed everybody. it. Yeah. Everybody was was great. There were some moments in the show where someone would, oh man, Carrie, you would have loved it. it. Some people would open and they they'd go out of the gate swinging, open with their funniest joke, which is what you're supposed to do. Mm. And about halfway through, you'd just do something to completely lose the room. You'd have everyone on your <laughs> yes. side, and then you do one thing, and everyone would turn on you. And either you like one one guy really leaned into it, and it kind of got worse. Um, but a lot of people would just kind of, they would start real strong and then it kind of would. Or, or you hit a spot almost where you, uh, having been up there and in the position myself where you're, you're just talking, everything's flowing real natural. And then Mm -hmm. it's like all of a sudden, Whoa, where was I going with that? But if you kind of work with it, I don't think people really notice too much, but yeah. yeah, If you keep it like you keep it conversational, you kept it very conversational. It was really good. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's pretty much the epitome of uh, public speaking. Like you're right. A whole room full of people is like make me laugh. It's like oh man. That's yeah. A lot of responsibility. Yeah. But uh, people are in there for a reason. I mean, and comedy is a great thing. So. Did you have fun? I had a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Definitely would do it again. 
So do you, do you have any like little one-liner like opening gags or anything? That you want oh to God! Share? Well, I can I sure. Know, I, I know on. that that's the, not the worst thing. Yeah, the worst thing a comedian likes to hear is like, hey, tell, me, funny, hey, tell will, me a joke, funny, funny guy. Yeah, right? Since Jesus. you asked, I'll, I can lead in with right. my, my first one. Is like I was talking about how I'm growing up now, entering a new phase of my life where a lot of my friends are starting to settle down, get married, have kids, and. Some of my friends have even started having kids on purpose, which is like <laughs> totally, totally new. And the funny thing is, that's not even true. My friends aren't having kids on purpose. It's all accidents. You know what? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even, that's the thing. I learned that. I, I've done comedy before. It doesn't have to be true to be oh, funny. Oh, totally. You can totally make stuff up. The audience doesn't know the story of your life. Mm-hmm. They don't need to know that everything is completely made up. But that if it's for comedy, then you can. Yeah, and I don't know about you guys, but my life is a lot better when I embellish it anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one wants to hear, uh, oh, yeah, I got home from work, I uh, yeah. sat down in yeah. front of the computer, and then <laughs> for eight hours. five hours later, I went to bed and got up the next morning for work again. And here I am. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually was uh, aspiring to do stand up at mm. one point, but I never really got past my opening joke, so uh, my set just kind of <laughs> petered off from there. I see. Well, that's the thing about comedy, though, is that you kind of you you do open mics more. You learn what works and what doesn't work. You you guys you have a joke journal, right? Yeah, well, it's more of an online thing, like right. just going through Twitter. But okay. we do work in class too. Uh, I don't know. It's not, you, it's not like you can teach people how to be funny, but you can look at other people's jokes and you can see how jokes are structured. Yeah, you just steal yeah. jokes from funny comedians, yeah. and, then, and then you got it. That is a lot of comedy. It's just rewording or reworking yeah, a joke that someone yeah, else has done. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Just don't try and do any Chris Rock bits, and you'll, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, in good shape. Yeah. You just got to read the room, really. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like all art is almost played off art that existed before, right? right. Like, how many new ideas can we possibly come up with? Right. I mean, yeah. and the best comedy, you, you can just talk about something that's relatable. You know, like, that's the thing is that when you're kind of conflating these things or making this big, you're trying to be funny, you're trying to. Mm. There was this one comedian on Creek uh, Comedy who was talking about a dream he had. Yeah. And it was funny, but it was also so niche and so specific that it's tough to be relatable, especially when you're talking about a dream. Because it's like. There's one person in this room who can relate to this dream, and then it's the person who's talking. <laughs> totally. You know what I find strange when somebody comes up and tells you about a dream they had about you. Oh yeah. And then what? Do you, you can't do anything you but just nod yeah. along. Oh yeah. 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 I, That's I weird totally that remember I, that. That was yeah. weird. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Sorry. And they're I telling think. you about all these things you did, and it's yeah. not like you can relate to it. You were so such you just... a dick to me in my dream. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't be sorry for that. Can you? you can. You can still feel guilty weirdly, but yeah. yeah. Um, you're also a Crecom student. Yes, second year. Yeah. It's going great. Yeah, so. you're uh, majoring. There's four majors in Crecom. Mm-hmm. For listeners who don't know, there's media production. There's uh, ad. Yeah. Advertising. Come on. Come on. <laughs> PR. I got through two of them. Come on. Public relations. And jur- journalism. Jay, journalism. And that is myself. Yeah. yeah journalism. So, so you're, how's that going? <laughs> Uh, going really well, I must say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, well, I don't know. Last year, I noticed you could you could feel like it's going great, and then the marks all start coming in all at once. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like I'm doing well. Cool. We'll wait a couple weeks yeah. from now. We'll really we'll really see how it's going. I mean, journalism really is just it's just storytelling, and when you're mm. a comedian, you're just you're storytelling, but you're just making them funny. Yeah, well said. Really is. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, along those lines. Uh, I always like hearing people's stories uh, relating to like meeting celebrities or meeting, you know, mm. maybe a public figure or anything like that. Mm. Have you ever met any celebrities or anyone uh, you've it's, sort of looked, It's funny. The on only TV? celebrity, celebrity, I'm using air quotes here, that I consider <laughs> myself having met. Oh, that's not true. I did meet Ron Perlman at, uh, that was not journalism related, but I met him at Comic Con a few years ago. That's awesome. Um, I The one time I met a really interesting celebrity broadcaster out of, uh, uh, Toronto. His name's Richard Serrett. I don't know if you're familiar with this. He uh, hosts a weekly uh, uh, 
radio show called The Conspiracy Show. I love it. I listened to it. been listening to it for years. Oh, boy. I went, Sounds right up my alley. I, <laughs> maybe you would love it. I went to um, kind of a summit, and even though he's not like, He's not a big celebrity. He's not an A-list, you know, people don't really know his name. I actually got a bit starstruck, nice. I must say. In that <laughs> moment when I met him, yeah. I didn't even know. I was just like, oh, I <laughs> like your work. And then it was like really awkward. And he's like, I'm going to go talk to some other people. Yeah. I was like, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> and then he walks away and you're like, successful interaction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Exactly. He'll he for sure remember me. <laughs> yeah, he's going to remember me for yeah, sure. Exactly. <laughs> I, um, yeah. when I was in LA one time, I met Harlan. Ooh la la. <laughs> I was we there. get it. You travel. Yeah. <laughs> I have a passport. <laughs> I don't get flagged at the border. <laughs> no anal cavity searches for this <laughs> guy. I, uh, my sister lived out in LA for a while and I went to visit her and, uh, her roommate was going on a date with Harlan Williams. Hmm. And uh, do you, are you I'm sorry, with no, his work? he was in uh, Half Baked, and he's uh, a stand-up comedian. Great okay. scene in There's Something About oh, Mary. Oh yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah picking yeah. up uh, seven uh, minute abs. Yeah, seven. Yeah, six minute abs. You can't even get your heart going <laughs> <Yeah>. in that. <laughs> so anyway, so he was picking up uh, my sister's roommate, and I and my sister knew that I, I was a fan of him at the time. Um, and so I, I went out to the car to say, hello, Harlan Williams, how are you doing? And he kind of just, he, it's when, when you meet someone, especially like a movie star who you're just so familiar with the way they sound. And then you hear them talk in real life. You're like, that, that is, that's them. And he was kind of mm. doing a bit. He was talking about Winnipeg. He was talking about chicken balls, which hmm. is, I guess, is that a uniquely Winnipeg thing? I mean, it's, it's definitely a like Americanized Chinese food that I think is regional. Like, I don't know if chicken balls are, are something. So we've appropriated everyone. that from America. Who yeah. took yes. that from the, the authentic Chinese yeah. food that is like thir- three degrees removed from anything right. authentically yeah. Chinese. Yeah, I made some joke about chicken balls. That's my story. Uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got a little celebrity oh. uh, tidbit here. Yeah. So uh, flashback, oh, let's call it 15 years ago. Um, this is uh, down in Old Market Square uh, during the Jazz Fest in Winnipeg. It's a- actually after uh, Moses Mays has just played and sort of closed out the night. Uh, crowds are starting to disperse. My friends and I are sort of still a little rowdy and want to party some more. We start tinking along on uh, on garbage cans and stomping on curbs and sort of turns into basically a beer commercial. Like everyone, you know, becomes members of Stomp. And we basically, to this day, we call it the garbage jam where we're just playing on whatever things we can have. I mean, you could really call most of your jams garbage. Hey, I'm right. being honest. <laughs> Sick bird. <laughs> Moving forward. Come out swinging. Uh, so, yeah, we're partying and dancing and, you know, maybe there's uh, some, some, some jazz cigarettes getting passed around and a couple, couple beers getting drank, brew dogs, mm. if you will. Brew dogs, yeah. Um, a, a guy shows up. He's probably in his mid-40s, sort of leather face, kind of got the spray tan LA look to him. And he's hanging out with us, and we're not thinking much of it. And he's like, guys, should I get something? Should we Should we get some beer? Should we party? And we're like, ah, oh, we're okay, man, whatever. He's like, how about some dope? You guys like to smoke pot? And we're like, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, go get some pot. Whatever, weird old guy, go do that. And so he comes back with, you know, the, the most hilarious looking joint you've ever seen in your life. Like, it looks like it was sort of rolled up with newspaper and scotch tape and sort of sticking big bulging pieces in the middle of it. But whatever, we smoked his, uh, sure. yeah, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, whatever it was. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 whatever. It was what it is. Uh, and, you know, uh, the whole time, like, I, you look familiar. Like, what's your name? Where do I know you from? And he clammed up, would not tell us at all. The reason for that, as we found out later when we started sort of Googling and, and uh, doing some research, his name, Mark Wahlberg. What? What? Not 
Marky Mark Wahlberg. Oh. This is Mark L. Wahlberg. Uh, he was uh, at the time he was the host of Temptation Island on Fox, uh, which was uh, like a crazy wow. like. You buried the lead on that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, current host, that the Mark Wahlberg <laughs> of yeah, Temptation whoa. Island, <laughs> Antiques Roadshow. If you guys are, are down with the uh, the Roadshow, uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg, of, uh, famously. <laughs> I feel that's I'm. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. I feel like he, why would he? Is this okay? Why would he not change his name? Like, <laughs> why is Mark Wahlberg already like a well-established? Like, be, okay, yeah. I mean, this is 15 years ago. Marky Mark's super famous. Already, already. Yeah, so famous, totally famous. He's older than him though, so I think there's probably a little bit of the no. I was here first. My name's Mark Wahlberg. His name's Mark Wahlberg with an H. There's totally a difference. No one's gonna ever confuse the two of us. That's so, I. It, Go yeah, ahead, and if, if somebody got super famous who had your name, would you feel compelled to change it? It might uh, it might throw a wrench in some of your daily life. Like, mm-hmm. I can imagine you getting picked up on social media and getting phone calls for interviews from, yeah. like, yeah. novice reporters. White nationalist Harris Gale <laughs> oh, <God>. in the news. <laughs> I wasn't in the news, man. <laughs> no, it's the other no, Harris No, 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 no. That was a bit. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, you yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get jokes. Uh, yes. This is a comedy podcast. Very good. Um, <laughs> Very funny. Uh, no, I mean, I, I think celebrity trumps any claim I would have to my – if someone else – a more famous Harris Gale got there first because that's where but, I'm going. But what if he's like 18 years old and comes up fired out of the gate and is a new pop star? Does he get – at what point does he own the name Harris Gale and you have to change it? I th- Gold I th- record? Th- Maybe earlier than that. If he's got more fame than I do, which is not – Hard to That's do. not going to take much. <laughs> but if, if, if you have any more than five listeners to your <laughs> podcast, you're more famous than this. <laughs> yeah. I think if if he, yeah, if he gets to a certain level of fame before I do, I don't really have a choice. I feel like it would just cause confusion. And the last thing I want to do is have someone confused with which hair, especially if he's like a Justin Bieber type figure who's like a total like not respected like young pop star type <sighs> person. I want to distance myself. Don't from that. you want I those corporate gigs though? They're going to confuse you and maybe but, yeah. hire you to come. Uh... Yeah, but do you think every celebrity in Hollywood's name is their birth name? Uh, yeah, absolutely. No one's ever changed their name in the history <laughs> yeah. of Hollywood. Yeah, like doesn't Bob Dylan have um, uh, Robert like, Zimmer- yeah, Zimmerman? Zimmerman. Yeah, yeah, like it just rolls off the tongue. That's uh, fine. I, no, I'm I'm saying that it's it, it's not that bad to change your name. I'm I'm so. I I want to meet Mark Wahlberg. This Mark Wahlberg. Mark L. Mark Wahlberg. L. Wahlberg. I just want to I want to ask him why have why do you still why are you clinging to it? Yeah, I, and do you think he gets recognized? Like, did you have to look him up and then recognize him, or did you look him up and be like, oh, of course, that oh, Mark well, Wahlberg? Well, what it was is, is we saw him and he was sort of this kind of familiar face. Yeah, because like, you said you knew. Yeah, maybe I had seen him on the bus before. I wasn't sure exactly where I knew him from. So I thought it was weird that he was so standoffish when I was asking him, like, hey, what's your name? Like, wh- where do I know you from? And just, like, you know, zipped up. He was like, no, man, we're just partying, have a good time. I don't want to get into all that or whatever. Hmm. Right, because he doesn't want to own it. Like, that's so... Well, because if he says, my name's Mark Wahlberg, that's a whole other conversation he's going to have to have that he doesn't want any part of. I'm sure he's had before. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have a friend named Phil Collins. Yeah. Super nice guy, trumpet player, gets it all the time kind of mm. thing. He's not going to change his name because I think that there's no 
I don't know. There's no really confusing him with the other Phil Collins. But, <laughs> I mean, it's tough to achieve the same level of success as that Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. Phil, my, our Phil, no offense. I just, I don't know. Hopefully. <laughs> he's, he's a very successful, uh, you know, accomplished musician. A hundred percent. And, I, yeah, I mean, I guess he could go by Philip. Does he go by Philip? Or is he still no, I think he, he's, he's Phil. You, right. you call him Phil. I uh, went to middle school with a kid named Chester Field. Huh. Not necessarily celebrity related, but Just fun little I'm sure kid. He never got teased for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, he was fine. He I feel there's like probably a silent population here that we might have just stumbled onto who have names. Of celebrities that they might have changed, like there is probably a huge portion of people out yeah. there who are like, I know exactly what these guys are talking about. You know, my name used to be Jessica Simpson or something, yeah. and now I had to change it because. Uh, if you're if you know. you're listening, you can come forward. This is a safe space. Yeah. You can yeah. you can tweet I, I know at us. We won't there share are, your new name. I know two James Browns. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I know a Michael true. Jackson. Ooh. Yeah, that's a route. Oh, I just changed that one. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I, I knew a uh, I knew a uh, a Chris Brown. He was a, a a teacher or something like that, and he was getting a lot of also prank calls. Great. Yeah, because Super and people nice were calling guy. him yeah. like, "Why did you hit Rihanna?" Yeah. And yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Just like the most Mostly gentle jokes. soul. Yeah, ever. super nice guy, but. Yeah. Um, so uh, before we go to break, you brought you mm-hmm. brought something in to t- for us to talk about today, and oh, we'll probably bit. get into it in the second bit too. Mm. Um, you want to talk about it? You want it to open yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, sure. We can go there, I suppose. So yeah. I don't know. I journalism, I suppose, paying attention to the news all the time, and uh, really interested in everything that's coming up. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this. I know actually, probably you have because I sent it to you. But it's no surprise. Eventually, Facebook was going to start asking us for dirty pictures of ourselves. All um, right. Do you, did you hear about this? Uh, I mean, like, yeah, I'm sort of we, familiar we did with talk about it a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. It just kind of stumbles onto how much do you trust social media? I mean, full disclosure here, guys. Do you yeah. send nudes? No, never. Come on, Harris. I, I mean, never have. You, with the big muscles you were just bragging about <laughs> earlier, your girlfriend. Yeah. I like to I like to keep some level of <laughs> okay, imagination. Okay, intimacy. To, yeah, sure, exactly. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I like to let it leave it up to the people to decide what they think I look ah, like. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever. Uh, <laughs> send I, a nude photo of myself. Mm, no. Had to think about it. Yeah, you no. had to think about it so you have. But, but yeah, I wanted cool. to be totally certain about what I what I may have done or not done. But go ahead. I, so. I Okay, so I, I've, I've talked about this before with uh, my girlfriend. She said uh, if ever it would be Polaroid. And mm. that way, because you've got a concrete, analog. Mm. yeah, analog. You got a concrete thing, and then you can burn it if you want to. Uh, yeah. Legit burn it. Well, you I get fall your into... business done, and then like <laughs> incinerate yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. I fall into the camp of you shouldn't write down anything you don't want anybody to know. And I mean, pictures are the same way. And a hard mm. copy almost seems like I guess it's not as bad as digital because that's going to exist forever. Digital is yeah, like, it's just code. That's what uh, that's what freaks me out is like if I ever were to send a new picture, like my grandkids, their grandkids oh. probably could dig that up, find out what grandpa was. <laughs> I'm, up I'm to. hunting for Granny's nudes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we probably um, should circle back and talk yes, a little bit about talk, yeah. why Facebook wants right. us to send them. Right, right. Yeah, yeah that's they don't not just, just totally they don't just want it just to have it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I opened up Facebook yesterday and just big letters across the front, send, send nudes. nudes. <laughs> well, I would question their real motives. I mean, I don't know. Their plan seems a little shaky here, but I guess maybe, would you want me to explain sure, kind yeah, of what, yeah. what their idea is? So the idea is that if you are the sort of person who does send nudes, which it doesn't sound like anybody in this room is, um, yeah. then to, as a safety check, you send yourself this, the nude picture in Messenger. Uh, Facebook, like, tracks that, and then whenever that comes up again on Facebook, it will not let it happen. Yeah, you kind so, of create, like, a digital fingerprint exactly. of the naughty picture. Mm. Facebook now, like, has it tagged, and if ever someone uploads that picture that matches that fingerprint, they won't publish it. But mm. the catch is that you have to 
willfully send your own nude yes. picture to Facebook. An God. internet database of user information, photos, all that stuff. Guys, totally. Facebook's not very trustworthy. I mean, they're going to use your information to target advertising towards you, things like that. Mm-hmm. Right. What I propose Send your nudes to me. <laughs> I will protect them. I will, I will keep them safe. And, and then, I mean, you don't have to get involved with this big, you know, Mark Zuckerberg yeah. and his just uh, come after you. big fancy uh, production here. Uh, I think we're uh, getting uh, ready to go around to break. Uh, I just wanted to let you know uh, there's some stuff that doctors don't want you to know. Uh, the answer may surprise you. Christ. Is this like audio clickbait? What is this? Goddamn right it is. Uh, Your children may be in danger. Find out how after. That's a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. We're going to go to the break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Aggressively and Funny. We're uh, talking before the break about sending our nude pictures to Facebook. (laughs) To keep them safe. Yeah. Look, if you want my opinion, I'm all for this. I think... Personally, I don't think it goes far enough. I think we should all collectively agree on a day where we are all going to upload at minimum 10, maybe 15 very revealing wow. pictures of ourselves and just get it out of the way. If everybody's naked, nobody's naked. We, we might as well just let Facebook 3D model all there of our naked go. bodies. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's no mystery at all yeah, anymore. It'll all go live on the same day. We're all on the same page. I just... It's it's okay. So the idea is to like get the one up on your person who might post yes. revenge porn on you or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, and I, but for me, I think, and it's so funny when celebrities get all, oh, you know, they're like the the thing when whenever someone posts a nude picture of someone of a celebrity, they they call out the person. They're like, oh, it's gross. You hacked my account. Blah blah blah. But it's like just don't put the pictures out there. It's not mm. that hard. It's really not hard. Like I know that people in relationships, especially if it's like long distance, you get caught up in it and you just want to put something out there. But it's just, well, you're, I mean, you're asking for something like that to happen. Totally. And it, might, it, it kind of mimics, like this is the argument we're happening we're having now in the 21st century. Before it was the only way uh, to prevent pregnancy and STDs was to be celibate, right? Yeah. Now yeah. the only way to make sure nobody else sees your... <laughs> Uh, nude pictures is not to send them at all, but people are in you broods preaching abstinence as as the only way to do things. Well, uh, you know, these modern young kids, they're, they're not uh, down for that. So we need a digital condom. What, which yeah. is sending Facebook all of your new photos. <laughs> yeah, not just a bunch of microchips that you put on your body. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a better solution. Yeah, there's uh, got to be. G- good try, Facebook, but I don't, I don't know. It's, well, and <laughs> especially... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were so close to seeing pictures of Carrie. <laughs> Damn it! I, you know, especially in the age now of the 2016 election and Facebook being one of the parties that may have been somewhat indirectly accountable for... Results being skewed one way or another fake because of news. fake news. Exactly. Fake but, news. Like, it's t- when you've got this huge global network that can apparently be pretty easily compromised, I would not trust it to put my, this, this, whatever this is out there. I was motion, gesturing my own body, <laughs> my <laughs> own gross garbage heap. Uh, Harris made a, an hourglass silhouette <laughs> figure uh, around himself as he uh, pointed that yeah, out. I got a reverse pear shape. Uh, yeah, you know, or just straight weird. up pear shape. I, I've already started to see like Russian McDonald's ads with Harris's nude photos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that was so fast. That was that fast. Was, yeah. Um, so, Carrie, yes. you, uh, you brought something in today for our segment. 
Yes or Nostalgia, which we still don't have a theme song for. Oh boy, should we Listeners, make one for today? We can, but I just I want I want audience <laughs> want participation so badly. No, I just want people to tweet, put it on SoundCloud, tweet it at us, send it on Facebook. I want more theme songs. I want variation, just because it's fun. It's fun to get new stuff. I love to hear how creative other people are, as opposed to just putting it all on me to be the creative one. Uh, yeah, right. I know I'm so creative, but I can't do it all, guys. I can't. Do it all. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so anyway, let's uh, let's yeah, let's riff our theme song. All right, uh, I'll, I'll uh, you can start us off. Yes or nostalgia? Oh, yes or nostalgia? Okay. Nice. Uh, you don't like my Benedictine monk chant for for that uh, that segment? I like it. All right, let's get straight to it. <laughs> Thanks, <man. laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Work on that. <laughs> Okay, what do you got here? Uh, okay, uh, yes or nostalgia? Do you remember being like 12, 13 years old, like maybe right after you discovered drugs and alcohol but didn't really have a steady supply of it? You wanted to get messed up somehow. Uh, how you and your school chums used to sort of hang out at uh, this girl named Sheena's house after school and you would you would sort of press your hands against your neck and, and like basically cut off the blood flow to your brain until you almost passed out but mostly just got real messed up and felt kind of wacky. Are you nostalgic for that at all? I do remember doing that. <laughs> yes! Yes! I'm you, not alone. No, you're not alone. I think my sister who at the time kind of ran with like a rougher crowd, she was the one who showed me that and – and yeah, but I mean, you said 12, 13, like for me, I was doing that at 12, 13, but not in absence of doing, of, of having booze. I didn't want booze when I was 12 or 13. Did you? <laughs> Man, I was, I don't want to say my prime partying age was 13 years <laughs> old. Wow. Age, but you have lived a life. Oh <laughs> man. I, uh, yeah, it looks, uh, we Did don't have do to that? go into No, but I mean, uh, do people still do this? Like, could I maybe, have yeah. you just you suggested right now, to your yeah. friends? Yeah. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, Hey, I heard about this weird thing. There guys. might be maybe some liability. It might be fun if we here. tried it. So, but what happens is you cut off the blood flow or whatever, the oxygen, and you pass out. And I did this. Okay. So I did this a few times. My sister showed me how to do it, and mm-hmm. I would do it. And, I, and you just you, you pass out. You wake up. You're like, whoa, that was cool. Um, you, you know what they call that now? Yeah. Whippets. <laughs> it's just the same thing. It's yeah, basically it's the poor man's sensation. version of yeah, this. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I did it one time, and I just remember going like, like holding my neck and then getting fuzzy, and then bam, mm. I hit the table. Oh, no. And I kind of, kind of like weirdly wake up. I'm like, my face oh, yeah. kind of hurts. What just happened? I didn't, thank God, I didn't like crack any teeth or like my chin or anything like that. But yeah, that that was the last time I did it because I was like, this is, this is, we, this feels dangerous, guys. You yeah, yes. Figure. Something similar happened to me and now I don't remember my birthday. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know where you are right now? Important <laughs> details. Uh, I don't it comes know. and goes. Yeah. I mean, hey, we're doing yeah. Fine here. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, so, we're, so yeah. Yes or nostalgia? Yes or nostalgia? Making yourself pass out uh, due to lack of oxygen to the brain to get high. I mean, I want to say nostalgia only because I know it's it was bad for me, but it was kind of like my formative years, and I remember doing yes, nostalgia. <laughs> yes, nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beauty. I mean, obviously, you can't relate to the nostalgia aspect of. Yeah, this is there if a word for? Wanting something to have happened in the past yeah, or in the near future yeah. that you haven't experienced before. Again, you can do this right now. We <laughs> can in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paramedics are on hand. Uh, I think I'll All wait. right, Harris, get him in the sleep, <laughs> sleep <laughs> hole. Here we go. Yeah. 
Ty's arm. He's resisting. Gary, how about you? Uh, I mean, obviously, I brought it in. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have fond <laughs> memories of getting messed up without spending a dime. Oh. Yes, nostalgia. If you agree with my, me and Carrie for some stupid reason, you can tweet at us. Hashtag yes, nostalgia. With your own story, if you have one, one horror story of that, that's fine, too. Uh, we're at on Twitter at AGG Unfunny. Um, that's at AGG Unfunny. Uh, I was dumb. <laughs> I'm actually in awe of the fact that this wasn't shot down out of the air immediately. It's so it is nostalgic in a weird way, though. Yeah, like, no, I, I feel good uh, about those times. Those were good times. Yeah, I have yeah. regrets though. E- eating minute rice and with my friends and uh, making ourselves pass out. That was part of it. Minute rice. That was part of, is yeah. that part of the experience? Oh, I mean, for me, it is. <laughs> If I, anytime I taste minute rice with butter on it, I, I go back to those days for sure. Um, so last week you had a, a funny bit that I think we could just kind of. <laughs> no, keep. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't want to set the bar too high, but um, you had this bit uh, where we were talking about D and D stats, mm. where oh, you yes. kind of uh, you. Have you ever? Are you familiar with D and D? Yeah, yeah, I've played. So you roll <clears throat> die, and then you kind of decide what your stats are for certain things. Mm-hmm. So you've got. You know, strength, dexterity, Intuition, constitution, yeah, yeah. Uh, intelligence, wisdom, charisma, uh, 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 diplomacy. That's another one. What do you think? What do you think you'd roll a twenty on, for you? Oh man! And not just well, not just in these, but just in the that something I particularly feel that I would do well at, or like just that I would, or or just like uh, you can explain. Yeah. That. Well, okay. To recycle last week's yeah. joke, uh, yeah. Harris rolled a four in hairline. <laughs> 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 Uh, and a 20 in dumpiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I stand uh, by that. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, those don't sound like very flattering things, which is great because I'm a very unflattering person. Sure. I think I would roll very high on maybe social awkwardness or mm-hmm. uh, something yeah. like that. <laughs> Getting myself into, like, talking myself into situations I can't get out of. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. You, do, do they have a word for that? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I feel like that's charisma, but you're, mm. you'd be rolling high on charisma. Or low. Me? Well, I, think I feel like running... I'm a pretty charismatic person, but sure. I, yeah. I don't know, also feel terribly awkward sometimes, yeah. so I don't know where that falls. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, <laughs> there, there's there's such thing as well in uh, Dungeons & Dragons or Pathfinder or any of these other role-playing games, uh, like a critical miss or a critical <laughs> hit. So, yeah. so, you know, if you're attacking a guy with your bow and arrow and you roll a one, that's a critical miss. Yeah. So. Right. You know, you draw back your bowstring, and the arrow gets caught up in the bow and shoots back into your eye, killing you. Right. You know, that's a critical miss. Not only I feel like mine would be a high roll, but then there'd be a little side note that is like people's impressions of you have changed forever. (laughs) So it's like you did well here, but you're gonna have problems further down the line. You were very charming at the party, but you said something racist. That's so that's like miss. rolling a ten. I, yeah, okay. <laughs> I think I would I would roll like a two for for wittiness or ability to set up and execute jokes <laughs> <laughs> that I haven't written down in yeah, practice yeah, before. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when I was rolling for my improv skills, the die actually fell off the table, and we, we never got a score on that one. <laughs> yes, and uh, yeah, I can't even yes and that. <laughs> no, and <laughs> no, but. That's no, the thing. No but? Yeah. It's yes yeah. and or no but. Yeah, no and. <laughs> that I, listen, man, I'm again. pushing the boundaries <laughs> of improv. Uh, why are there no ranch-flavored potato chips? 
Ranch mm. is like a seminal flavor, and maybe that's a bad word to use when describing ranch. But I feel yeah, like you yeah. need to go to a grocery store. Are there not? That, are you're going to get sour cream and onion flavored chips. Sure. You'll get uh-huh. a cool ranch Dorito. Right. But yeah. you're not going to get a potato chip that is okay. ranch flavored. Huh. What's going on? I don't know. First thing that came to my mind was crispers. I actually just had a. Oh, you can get ranch crispers. Ranch crispers. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, have you ever noticed you've never seen any grape ice cream? Impossible to make. What? I heard that. What yeah. do you well, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, yes. Slow yes. No, 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 down. No, no, no. no, he's right. It's real. He's yeah. right. There is. It is impossible to make grape ice cream, and I will look it, up yes. why. And it, is this like you can't put pineapple into Jello because the the enzymes won't set it? It's properly, something like similar, the like the, something idea. in grapes. Like if you're trying to make legit grape. Like, I don't know, maybe you could imitate the flavor, but I remember reading something online about either Ben or Jerry, like me, his mission to try and make <laughs> like, those great two ice cream. Couldn't put it together. <laughs> and if those guys couldn't, I mean, we don't stand <laughs> We've yeah. got the finest minds working. <laughs> we got our grape ice cream. Oh, boy. Whoa, what just happened? All right, my mic just exploded, but we're still going here. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, okay. It's, so, so a, it's something know. about the skins, I think. Mm. Uh, uh, well, yeah, well, it's just too much, too much of a pain to peel them all if you're going to make... Like how many grapes would you have to peel to make a tub of ice cream? I don't know. Uh, is... <laughs> Do you have to peel them? Can you just press them? <laughs> well, he said the skins are the problem. The so skins I... are the problem. Oh, also, ooh. Oh, this oh, is bad. Boy. Um, oh, it's also, boy. It's kind of uh, akin to chocolate for dogs. Like if oh. dogs have grape ice cream, they what? could just... You're run. telling me dogs are the reason we don't have grape ice cream? Yeah, forget that. You know, we should stop chocolate production, too. (laughs) If it's just things that are dangerous to dogs can't be made. Right. Let's, uh, yeah. You know what? So I think it's, it's, I mean, it's possible, but there's a reason why it doesn't exist because Mm. it's, it's pretty, uh, pretty bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like all these foods, I didn't know we were lacking. Now I'm going to go home. Yeah. Ranch potato chips, grape ice cream. Yeah. Get yourself a good old, what flavor of soda would be a clever one to say off the cuff? Okay, you know what I tried a little while ago? Um, peanut butter and jelly soda. It was a... Uh, Ooh. Uh, what's that company? They kind oh. of experimental. They come in glass bottles. I can't yeah, think of it at the moment. Um, um, it, uh, not like dad's soda. Um, one of those. Yeah. And it's going to bug me. So, but, uh, so first reaction, gross. How, um, what, what do you think as someone who's actually tasted it? <laughs> it ta- well, here's the thing. It tasted like peanut butter going down. Yeah. And, and then, then jelly coming back then, up. Well, <laughs> well, the jelly was the after flavor. I don't know. It was freaky. Like I, that's, that's not bizarre. how I. Yeah, I'm not used to the liquid peanut butter jelly I, going down on, yeah, down I don't on the tube. I that's not great. That. Yeah. How do we feel about like artificially flavored things in general? Like you get a bag of Jelly Belly jelly beans, and you get you mm-hmm. know you get your Dirt buttered popcorn. You get your yeah. There's the weird like yeah. the weird soap. Ones. There's yeah. barf flavored yeah, jelly beans. Yeah. You can buy anything. Yeah. There's that game. The, the bean boozled where it mm. gives you like gross flavors and good flavors and they look exactly the same. You spin the wheel and it lands on one. Oh. On a, I think it's on a color. And okay. then you grab it and you're like, this might go one of two ways. And the gross flavors are really gross. Like mm. they've nailed it. The, the science behind that, God help whoever is at, excuse me, at that testing facility who has to be like, yeah, we're getting there, guys. All we're right, not we've, quite there we've yet. almost nailed the <laughs> yeah. puke flavor. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Let me try a few more times. Um, nom, nom. Okay. We've got the finest minds. You know, we took 10 people off of cancer research so that we can <laughs> yeah, really, really get the dog poo flavor down <laughs> in jelly beans. Yeah. But you think that's bad. I mean, even if you have uh, regular food, I've heard that food testers, that job seems like a dream job. Job, might not actually be. I read a story about a guy who his job was tasting French fries, and you know, 
uh, you have to fill out forms. Is it crunchy? Is it? Yeah, but he uh, the salt was giving him blisters on the inside of his mouth. He said it was terrible. He couldn't eat food, and it was like burning the inside of his mouth. Yeah, and then you have people asking you like, was it flaky enough? Was it crispy enough? Was it maddening, man? That would be maddening. That would be because it's it's too much of a good thing. Yes, exactly. Because you and you learn to hate it. You Mm -hmm. couldn't. You wouldn't be able to properly enjoy your food. Yeah, I always think of that scene from Breaking Bad where the guy's testing out the nugget, the different dippings with the nuggets Mm -hmm. or the the taters, and it's just like doing that every day. Yeah, right. Trying to get this flavor down. Flavor. Semi-related story. I used to work in a pornography store. Oh my god! How is that related? (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad. What world? (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm just talking about you know like doing the same thing every single day and just sort of like, you know, everyone I know who's ever worked at a pizza place hasn't really had a taste for pizza after the fact. Well, this is interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, after after a couple of years of working at the porn store, it really takes the magic out of it. Huh. The magic? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The magic and whimsy of pornography. Look at these moves. (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess you would. You get desensitized to it for sure. And yeah. I, I mean, I think a lot of people probably have hangups about going to a, like a, a, a porn store. Some don't people want... don't. Let me tell no, you. No, that's the thing. That's the thing is that like you're in an environment where everyone has no hangups. So uh, going in there with a, you probably have no hangup when as soon as you walk out of there with your giant tub of whatever. That's not how I shop. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like industrial. Drama yeah. cherry flavored <laughs> anal lube. Oh, God. You only had one of those, right? Didn't you? Have a guy? I don't think we ever sold that that drum of lube. Sat there collecting dust. It's a true story. Once a week, I, I, I was making I'd this dust up. that yeah. tub of lube, oh. just in hopes that someone move would come it closer spend, like, to the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to re-merchandise it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say the stuff at the front of the store sells the best, but that's not always <laughs> the case. True. It's the machines at the back that pay out the best. <laughs> oh. Uh, I'm, I'm conflating my analogies yeah, here. Yeah. There, so. you know, yeah. worst Real thing. gross. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, any plugs? Yeah, I was going to say, do you have any plugs? Are you doing, uh, when are you doing comedy next? If, if you uh, are. Well, you, I mean, I guess you could look for me on uh, Facebook or Twitter. My name's uh, Will Reimer. I plan on doing more comedy, but I mean, this was my only, my first... My first uh, really stint with it, and I really mm. enjoyed it. So maybe in a few couple months, go to an open mic or something like that. Well, you crushed it. It was Thank great. You. It was it was mm-hmm. really because you kind of were right down. It was not too like or five. I was five in the way. Yeah, it yeah. was it was not too gross and mm. not too oh, yeah. like risky, but fun and still relatable. And I just it was great. Mm. Yeah. Thank you very um, much. Yeah. So a quick plug for Sam and Graham take the basement a podcast hosted by two classmates of mine, and also the places we've been. Uh, podcast host by Ali Sigurdsson. So Sam and Graham Take the Basement is, uh, yeah, um, uh, two classmates as well. So uh, you can find that on SoundCloud. I'll post links to it on our Twitter as well. Uh, Carrie, do you have any plugs? Uh, yeah, you know what? If you guys want to try and make yourself pass out by uh, by cutting <laughs> off the oxygen to your <laughs> brain, uh, I'd just like to say I'm not liable for anything that may happen to you. Uh, don't do it while driving. You know, park your <laughs> Learn car that one the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe don't drive that day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or ever again. Yeah, Make yeah. An evening uh, but yeah, try it out. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, don't. If you don't. do, just don't, don't hold us responsible. Don't tag us in that one. <laughs> the, the, the YouTube videos. Don't yeah. do it. Uh, I'm Harris Gale. I'm uh, Kerry Bulkowski. Thanks for uh, listening, everyone. This has been uh, another great episode. I think. Yeah, I can. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. Harris and Kerry are here to say their opinions on the world today. So grab a snack and put it in your tummy. Here comes an episode of Aggressively Unfunny. Unfunny.